ladies and gentlemen welcome in as always my name is nick evans and today i'm joined with the movie man himself sam ross sam how's your day going doing well man just uh just living large out here in columbus having a good time getting ready to you know turn up tonight and try to try to be like try to be like you nick try to be like you <laughs> that i am i'm the worst of role models do not try to be like me um yeah dude it's been it's been a good week down here uh my entire week was you have a crap ton of work to do and then an essay that you know nothing about due friday night and so yesterday i wrote sat woke up didn't know what I was writing about. I had my buddy send me over literally all the book pages. It was like 40 pages. And was like, yo, hey, I'm, uh, after I did that, I was like, I barely know what I'm writing about, but it was, I got together, I wrote a pretty dang good essay, and it was just a draft, so hopefully once she sees it, she's just like, either this is God's gift, or this sucks, you need to read a whole new one. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a really... I hope it goes well. I hope it goes well. Oh, yeah. I hope it does, too. Um, Yeah, so if you did not know, this is the casual... Oh, shoot. I have a as casual gaming conversation in the title. This is not casual gaming. This is casual entertainment conversation. The weekly show where myself and the movie man himself, Sam Ross, come together, talk about entertainment casually, all the things we love about him, movies, music, and TV. Will Nick rant about music? Yes. Does he know what he's ranting about today? Not yet. Not yet, and so we'll, this is, we're playing fast and loose today, it's going to be a great show. Um, on the docket for today, we're going to start out, instead of what we've been watching, with just some silly fun questions that we want to go and ask, then we're going to go hop into the WandaVision review. All of Sam's review up till now is going to be happening, full spoilers ahead, super excited about that. Then, we're going to go and review this little movie, my favorite action movie of all time, the movie that Sam just watched last night. Mission Impossible Fallout, it is right above Sam's head right now. And then, rounding out the show, the biggest of big topics, we're going to do a full review of HBO's Succession. I just finished it up, we want to talk about it, have a good time. I need to know, <laughs> entertainment, uh, I misspelled entertainment, I don't know where. So I'm just going to retype it all. There we go, yes. Um. But yeah, and yeah, this should be a good show. So I'm just going to crack straight into it. Do I have water with me? I have no water with me. I'm just going to crack straight into it then. Sam, dumb question number one. We're just going to do two. You're, you go, it's, uh, it's 4.30, it's on a Sunday afternoon. You just had a weekend trip with the boys. You're, you're hopping on to a Delta flight. You know they got that in-flight movie. Yep. They got the screens oh, in yeah. front of you. They, you. You know you're going to sit down. And you got a three-hour flight. So like a full chunk of time like you're you're you have not just like oh i got like 20 minutes like or 45 minutes or an hour 30 it is i have a whole chunk of time where are you going what movie are you going with and not just like what movie are you going with but like what type of movie where, where are you thinking i might i'm gonna diverge from that path a little bit actually and tell you what i watched on the way down to auburn right. in january they have uh all the espn 30 for 30s Really? On the in-flight thing, so I watched the Bad Boys Pistons and uh, this Magic Moment, um, thirty for thirty, and I and th I think it's a great way to knock those out because the ones I've seen, like that's when I like to rewatch the ones that I've already seen. Like if it's a new one, yeah. I'll watch it at home like on the big screen. But if I'm just looking for some, you know, something to keep me locked in on the flight and you know, 
entertain like those are what i go to that's what i lean on actually is, is the 30 for 30s they have that's that's a that's a hot and a good take for me my uh my experience is i go with i one of two things one well now nowadays for ever since last february i sit on a flight i open my laptop i'm doing never done work planning yep. hosting getting topics guest hosts whatever it might be um and i'm planning stuff so for me, I I don't I can't pay attention to something really good. The only movie that I watch that, that is really good on a flight is Django, and it was for the bracket. It was the one that I hadn't seen in a while, so I was like, I'm just gonna watch Django. Um, but for me, I'm I'm a like garbage garbage movie. I'm I'm watching like three out of ten, not even like fives. Yeah. I'm dropping threes. I watched the movie mm-hmm. Blockers the two times the one ago. With John Cena. John Cena. It's got uh, you, you, it's not it's got. Frank the Body Gibiati from uh from the league. Like this yes, movie sir. is garbage. The whole concept is that these parents are trying to stop their daughters from having sex on prom night. And dude, it is. It's like it's a bad movie, but by the end of it, you're like way too invested, way too interested, and laughing your ass off. So it does like everything decently enough. But it's it is the prime sort of like I'm I just want garbage. The other thing yep. that I do is most of the time it's not a perfect flight it's not gonna like perfectly you're gonna land with uh the movie credits going up you're gonna have you're gonna have a few extra minutes and for me i like to plan out a little a little marvel movie magic for me closing out my flight so if i got like 30 minutes left then i'm going doing one thing one thing only going to end game going to the last 30 minutes and just going just yep. bang and I, I've done that. You could watch that every. You could watch that every day for the rest of your life. It'd be completely satisfied. Um, but then if we got like forty-five minutes, I'll throw in the Thor Ragnarok, uh, immigrant song yep. scene, uh, the bridge scene. Yep. I'll throw in. Uh, yep. the, uh, my, I'm a. What huge... do you think? Because I've been seeing there's a TikTok trend right now. It's like what song like would you replace like in an iconic yeah. scene like make it better and like um they replace that with. Uh, Thunder oh. by ACDC. Yeah, I saw or Thunderstruck that. I by saw ACDC. that. I, I'm sticking with the fact that so it was one of the top comments on that TikTok. I think ACDC goes too well with Iron Man, and that's why yeah. not only the immigrant song, but you got the North Miss come from the land of the ice and snow. You're like, oh my gosh, like let's go. Like this makes too much sense. The one that I really enjoyed because I'll go over the coals on this, and we can do a dumb talk about this at a different time. Best animated movie scene of all time is the Shrek 2 I Need a Hero scene. So mm-hmm. when uh, I've seen a mashup of what uh, music would you change over a movie scene and it was the all of a sudden like those like 80 synth drums in the background go, just popping off and it, then the circles open up and then right when like uh, they charge it like drops in and you're like oh my god dude I, I love that song Bonnie Tyler just killing it. Um, yeah, no, but I, that's, that's my like little secret. Like I want a little movie magic action. I want to, I want a little bit of just Marvel, just stupidity and turn my brain off, watch something familiar. What I like, I'll watch the New York Avengers scene. Like those are just Mm -hmm. three of those that I'm like any day of the week, any day I'm, I'm in. Yep. Um, all right. Do you want to get your roommate in on this next one? Yes. You want to slide over? Yeah, we're doing the next question. Yes, sir. Is, okay, Ryan is unlike right. Ryan's unlike his last time. He is wearing a shirt, guys. We we made it that far. A little bit better than the last time. Ryan, yes. Ryan, yes. welcome to the show. 
as always. Um, but yeah, Sam, you, you this question also took over my apartment. We actually talked about it like for thirty minutes playing Mario Kart the other day. So, Sam, what is your question? All right, let me pull it. Let me pull up the phrasing because yeah. I, in my head, I have it like phrased wrong. By the way, this is the first um, time I've ever worn a hat on a show. It is solely due to the fact that I haven't showered, so my hair's a mess. If all right, you ready? Yeah. If actors could summon an army of all the characters they've played, who would win in a war of actors? So I'm gonna I'm gonna start this one out. I'm starting the bidding, and we could this we might need to take this away. And our apartment we had to take it away. The answer, the only answer, is Morgan Freeman because he's played God. That's it. That's the end of the. That's the. That's the end of the day. So, if we take away Morgan Freeman or take away anybody that's ever played the embodiment of God, we can now have a fun discussion. But the answer is Morgan Freeman because it's not only. It's not only God. Hell of a hell of a point. I would not have thought about. It, yep, dude. I didn't think about it. I'm like going through these actors, and my buddy Shane, uh, who's been on some of the stuff we've done, just goes, "You guys are being dumb." The answer is Morgan Freeman. In the same way that we we've discussed, like who's the best, who'd win a fight of a battle royale of serial uh, like serial mascots, and somebody just is like, well, they- if you if you. Uh- Sorry to cut you off on the cereal, but even aside from God, like, yeah, Morgan Freeman's played some badass characters like Detective in Seven. Um, he, shoot, I just had another one in my head. I know, but I mean, it's like the, like everyone they've ever played. Yeah. And I think I had that and there's one other I literally just had in my head. The better chance they have. Um, Go on with what you're uh, uh, saying, the serial wise. Yeah, so, uh, it, like, when we were talking about that, it was just, we're all, like, picking fun picks, and somebody just goes, is it the Razor Brand, like, mascot a sun? Wouldn't the sun just, like, beat everyone because it's the freaking sun? We're like, oh, yeah, that would probably make sense. Checks out. But if we're going other than that, other than that, um, I think that Brad Pitt has takes the cake here. And I, I'm saying solely for the fact that Tyler Durden cannot die, basically. Um, and he's a, a insane. So that that is where I'm starting the bidding. You go, you throw that in with all the ocean rolls. You throw that in with everything yep. he's ever done. I'm taking Brad Pitt in this. Remember the other Morgan Freeman, uh, Lucius Fox in The Dark Knight, yep. all the tech shit that he would have at his disposal, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like all that stuff at, on top of on top of his other roles. I'll go next. We'll save the special guest for last. Yeah, I wrote two. I'm gonna give two. I think the 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 corny one, like the kind of cheesy one that I like, you have to put out there is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep, you got the Terminator. Yeah, yeah, you have Terminator. You have all like you have Commando. Like you have all these like, like cheesy kind of garbage roles, but like where he plays like the big tough guy yeah. or whatever, and, and like like a strong guy. But then you think about it, think about how many movies he's just been in in general, and it's Arnold. Yep. Like how many Arnolds that is? Yeah, that's a lot. Aside, aside from the guys you know that he plays that are actually like really strong or you know military guys or whatever. Yeah, so he's but got numbers. My, he's got numbers. He, there's a lot. It would take a lot to the, kill. The, the older the actor is, the more numbers they got. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, but my real pick, my actual pick, is Samuel L. Jackson. That makes sense. Uh, Checks out. Mace, you have Mace Windu. You have Nick Fury. You have all he's. I I went to his 
uh, filmography. You have all the gangster movie characters he's been in. Like you got, you got Jules. You got his character in Jackie Brown. He had a cameo or a small part in Goodfellas, where he was still a gang- he was a mobster type guy. He obviously screwed up in Goodfellas, but uh, nonetheless, he was a he was a he was a gangster. I mean, you have that many characters of that archetype, plus a Jedi, plus uh, you know, basically almost superhero type level guy like that. I think is an incredible lineup. Uh, another one that two a couple more I just want to throw out there: Michael Fassbender as Magneto, and then everything else he's done. Uh, like he's gonna be absurd. He's gonna be hard to beat. Um, Harrison Ford, due to the fact that you have Indiana Jones and you have uh, Han Solo, and 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 Blade Runner. Exactly, two Blade Runners. Exactly. So we're we're he's he's got enough of a catalog to be decent. Um, Christian Bale was the third one I was gonna say. Dude, not like the dude's got numbers on his side. The dude's been in a movie for like every other year. <clears throat> Excuse me for the past like twenty five years. I- I think I think I'd be I'd be the most scared of uh, Dick Cheney, Christian Bale from Vice, more well, than anyone. Than anyone else? He would pull some shady shit on you. Yeah. All right, Ryan, step up to the plate. Yeah. Who are you thinking? I think mine's gonna beat all you guys. I think he's got to go. So one. so I got Chris Hemsworth. All right, we've got we've got Thor, who's a, a light a god of thunder, basically. I mean, Mace Windu can't take that. And we've got I don't know if you've seen Extraction, the newest Netflix yep. movie. He's a bad. He's a special from Australia. You got MIBs, got all these fancy laser guns for aliens. Men um, in black. Yep. Yep, black. Um, Twelve strong and Red Dawn. Both of those. He's a he's a pretty badass marine. Yep. So I mean, yeah, dude, that's a stacked lineup. That's a stacked I mean, lineup. You've got, you've got you've got Thor, and then you got all of these these badass guys who can't miss with guns. Yep. Yeah. No, that's the that yeah. actually might be the answer. That actually probably yeah. is the answer. I'm just saying, I, Mace Windu can only take so much, yep. you know. True. I he would, couldn't even freaking uh, Palpatine with yeah. the army of Jedi. That was yeah. one dude. You, well, you're going against another no, guy. Actually, I, I counted that real, real quick. All the other Jedi in that fight were pretty bad, but Mace Windu actually did beat him. Yeah. So, yeah. The only reason was because Anakin showed up, but there is also a, a, a point of question. Maybe Palpatine let him win because he knew Anakin was coming, sensed him coming. I, I think that that that's where I lean. Yeah. When I think about. Yeah. Scene. No, and Maybe. Palpatine had that in the bag. Um, I would also throw up uh, a person that we're going to be talking about later, Tom Cruise. Everything that he's done, mm-hmm. but also Mission Impossible, being the marksman that he is, he's a freak of nature. He he won't die, stuff like that. But other than that, I think that the answer is Hemsworth. I think that that is like the answer. Ryan Ryan came in and he won, guys. He won the stupid yep. conversation. All right, Ryan. And anything else you want to say to the kids? No, I mean, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, I'd be happy to come back on another time and later. Uh, I've awesome. definitely got some good things to say, so uh, have, have a good one. Yeah, love thanks, you, Ryan. Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. We love you, dude. We love Appreciate you. Appreciate it, man. All right. We'll be back on sometime soon. All right. We're, 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 going, we're going with Wanda next, right? That's where we want to yeah. head. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Sounds good. You watched the episode, right? The newest one? Yeah. When did it come out? Like Friday. I don't want to spoil anything for you yet. Uh, it's the Halloween episode. Just say it's the Halloween episode. Halloween. No. You want to put AirPods in or something? I don't, no, I'll, I'll, I'll just give you up. I don't think this episode had as many things you're going to give a shit about. Yeah. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, so, basically, let's before we get into it, I'm actually going to go and grab a cup of water. You can go and fill some time. or I can put up a like a page of halftime if you want. What do, what do you want me to do?
That's fine. I, I, I'm, I'll just be, I'll be here. You can put that thing up. Cool. I'm, I'm just going to go and flip it over to the, actually, I'm just going to do the casual entertainment intro. So, cool. All right, bet. And we're back. Um, whoa, dude, back in Boston, man. I love having the Boston background. I get, uh, I don't even know what the building's called, but it looks like a PlayStation 4, and I love it. So, like, a sideways PlayStation 4. Um, all right. Mm. Breaking into, I would say, this, like, the second biggest topic we're <clears throat> covering today. Excuse me, man. I never have a raspy throat in the morning, like, ever. Um, and now I look all red for some reason. It was just my camera and the coloring. Um, yeah, WandaVision. So this is this is your warning right now. Get out if you haven't watched the show. And I'm not just saying if you like, oh, I'm not going to watch it and I'm okay with No, get out now. We don't do that. Get out. You'll thank yep. us later. Um, you're all in or you're all out. So, and you can come back in about 10 minutes and join the rest of the show. Thank you. Um, but yeah, WandaVision. Sam, I have geeked on this show for five weeks now or four weeks just yep. pounding you watch this show watch the show you're like you know what shut up nick i'll do it i'll do it i'll do it sam give me your impressions up to episode five and then we can dive deeper into episode six the reason i was always so tentative to like actually watch and and get involved with it is because i just didn't understand what these disney plus shows were gonna be like like i didn't i didn't understand the scope and i just thought they were gonna be like asides and they were just kind of gonna be filler and whatever for disney to make a couple bucks and get some eyes on stuff you know in between movies i didn't realize the significance of how these are going to be playing an instrumental role in phase four um uh, and, and and as we start to approach the multiverse, which we'll get into um, shortly, and then aside, and then just once you actually once I started watching, and you're like, holy crap, these are like actually well written. Like you get like I wouldn't have expected the show to have the same like feel, I guess, or I wasn't expecting it to. And it's not; it doesn't feel like the movies, but you like you get it. And I thought that was going to be something that they struggled to pull off was like making you still feel connected to everything. But that is completely opposite. You are super grounded. You're super in, interested and engaged with everything. And you know, the, the only critique I've heard is people being like, "Oh, I don't understand the you know the first two episodes. Like, I don't. It's boring. Like, I don't get why it's black and white and, and whatever." Going through the decades of television, like style, is so cool. Yeah, it's such a cool and innovative thing to do. You know, and in general. only only could be done like a show like this, where it would make sense 
And the coolest part, I, I think, of this entire thing is, like, you have the through lines in the first couple episodes where you see those breakdowns, and then, it like, it just hooks you just enough yep. with all the sitcom around it being so funny that you're just like, I don't, like, if it was just a sitcom crap, I'm still in, but just the small stuff, you get, like, it sinks yep. your teeth in. Pulls you in a little bit more. Once, yeah, a once bit more. you start, once episode three, three and four, once you start to understand the scope of what's actually happening, and you, you, if it switches in your head from what you just said to wow, okay, what I was saying, like this is connected, this is huge, this is like monumental stuff. You are yeah. just a hundred times more into it, and and I think that aspect makes you appreciate the sitcom uh, part of it even more. Yeah, absolutely. The ma- <laughs> uh. What do you think about Quicksilver showing up? <laughs> nuts, nuts! I my jaw dropped because at first, because I didn't, uh, obviously I didn't know any, like I didn't know what was gonna yeah. happen. I knew like they were gonna merge some stuff with Fox because that's what we talked about at the end of last week's episode, and like I'd seen some stuff on social media, and they did a great. I'm so happy they started with the back of his head, so I'm like, oh okay, it's Aaron Taylor. Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver, like that's what I immediately yeah. thought. And then it's Evan Peters, and you're like, "Holy crap!" And so my I don't know Evan Peters, just in general, he might be one of the the. I, like I don't think he's slept on, but like he also like isn't as big I think as he could be. I mean, American Horror Story, X Men movies, like he's he. And then oh my god, the other thing. I wanted to get to, I guess when, when we talk about episode five, I'll, I'll, I'll or six, six, whatever the last one was, I'll say that. Um, so I'll finish this point. Anyway, that reveal was awesome. Yeah, super super cool. Yeah, it was for me. It, it struck up the conversation of what does this mean, and that not only just what does this mean because everybody just like dropped the drop. It's like it's the multiverse, and I'm like, is it? Is it? Yep. Like could be a pump fake. And it wasn't even just, like, could be a pump fake. It was, the best was, like, uh, Darcy's character immediately going to be like, did they recast? Like, that, because all of us are thinking that, too. Like, oh, dude. I I enjoy the stuff that's happening outside the hex. I enjoy the stuff that's happening inside the hex. And as the show progresses, the other big moment for me before episode six, episode four, when you get... The moment immediately outside the hex, the first time we get really outside the hex, you get outside the hex, you're in the doctor's room, and it's chaos, and it's the freaking blip, yeah. and yeah. you are, like, jaw-dropped, because any time we get to see that, because we, we got to see that with high school and home, uh, not homecoming, uh, far, far from, from home. home, where it was like, oh, like, all your friends are coming back, yeah, <laughs> what if this isn't a medical hospital and crap's going down, so... I don't know. I freaking, I love this show. I don't think we deserve this show. I think thus far, it's such a weird term for talking about a Marvel show in this way. But I'm like, I don't know if they could have done anything better. This show for me is perfectly paced. It is keeping me so week by mm-hmm. week hooked. And it's yep. also so good. Like it just yep. doesn't deserve to be this good. I, I When we uh, when the show closes out, you, me... And three other people will all hop in, and the entire week will be a review of all of it and what we rated out of 10 and our full impressions. With that being said, though, 
this latest episode. Let's let's crack a little bit into that. I, um, I the, just starting out the Malcolm in the Middle intro music, freaking awesome! I was all in immediately. I'm like, oh, we're oh we're here and it's happening yeah. and we're doing it. And then it, like uh, a streamer I enjoy, he's like, whenever there's a Halloween episode, you got me, dude. I'm in. So it, it, it is the Halloween episode. It's the special episode. And man, does Quicksilver when he looks dead. It, it same way when Vision has it, it even looks more terrifying because it's the bullets yeah. and oh my god, that one that one freaked me out. I was yeah. not expecting that one at all. That that scared the crap out of me. So what do you think? What do you think about this episode? Can I start with my biggest uh, like? I thought what I thought was the coolest part of the sure. episode was uh, the kick-ass reference. Yeah, not a lot of people picked that up. Not a lot of people were able to pick that up, but I was with you. Yeah. I got you. I thought that was really funny. Um, so that was that was cool. Um, but then on on a real like actual like about the episode yeah. perspective, I thought like just the whole thing with Vision going like to the edge of town where shit is like frozen because Wanda's not in control and like the single tear yeah and all that stuff uh, where he's starting to like really understand like the scope of what's happening. Um, I thought that was really cool. And then uh, when he sees Agatha in the car, snaps her out, and then snaps her back in. And these people are being tortured, yeah. Nick. They're being tortured. <laughs> yeah, you're acting like, I'm causing it, Nick. They're being t- I'm like, whoa, okay. Um, but yeah, no, I get it. It's it's awful. It's terrifying. And then just going a little bit more through the episode, starting out so strong with this just Halloween. Here's Uncle Pietro running around, goofing off. And then, like, also with the kids, stealing all the candy, pranking everyone. It is just like, oh, we're still in this world. It's still awesome. There's still fun things to be had. But then we start getting the questioning of Wanda. Like, who the hell are you, Quicksilver? You're not my... Like, what is happening? And it's super interesting. And he really can't answer the questions. And it's awesome. Because you're like... As a viewer, you're like, what the... You're you're also putting Wanda's shoes of what is happening yeah, and, and it was the biggest social media question on TikTok this week of what is going to happen with Quicksilver and how does this make sense? Because for me, when I saw it, I'm I'm going to be dead serious. I'm like, this isn't the multiverse moment. This isn't it. The, and the, my reasoning for it was, yes, the audience is really smart after Endgame. They understand some time travel. They understand some mechanics. They understand all this crazy stuff. But that was so well explained for like 40 minutes in Endgame. They wouldn't just be like, hey, here's Quicksilver from Fox and go. I, I was like, they are, they're too smart slash they're, they just wouldn't do it in my opinion. Um, I think that it's no joke of legitimate recast. I think that in her mind, this is who Pietro is right now. And because all this is in her mind, uh, I think that. Wanda is officially after this episode. This episode also, I feel like, was the filler episode. Out of like, mm-hmm. out of out, out of all of them that we had thus far, it was the filler episode because we have three episodes left. Doctor Strange is in the show somewhere. We haven't seen him yet. He is he's yeah. casted. This is leading up. Um, we also have the reveals of uh, Agent uh, B, uh, the black woman, um, the daughter of Rambo. Rambo, thank you. You have Agent Rambo with the whole structural, like, becoming a mutant, basically, due to yeah. the hex. It's awesome. 
I think that that's how they're going to introduce the mutant idea. Um, do you think that they're going to end the show with uh, Fantastic Four? I don't. I think that this will be purely... I think that the show will end. Max Moff will basically... No matter what, I think Wanda survives all this um, for a couple reasons. One, she's the most powerful Avenger, and you can fight me on this. Uh, Feige agrees, and, and the world should too. Um, so she's not dying. She's not dying. Um, yeah. But I think that the show is going to end. Vision's going to be dead. He's going to be dead, dead. In the same way that the Hex was pulling him back, I think that he literally cannot leave the Hex. I think that he has to be in there to live. Yeah. Which is really sad, honestly. Like, I, Paul Bettany is freaking absurd as Vision. Yeah. But he also knows he he would rather die than have these people be tortured. Um, I think that the show is going to end with the hex basically like blowing up. The entire waves of the hex go out throughout the world, and Wan is going to go and look up, and she's going to see Quicksilver still alive, and still running. Her kids are going to be dead, like her yep. kids are going to be gone, and then she's going to go see Rambo, and Rambo's going to be. Photon, I believe, is her character in the comics. Mm-hmm. And she's going to go mutant. And then it's going to close cut. Just, like, right then yep. there. I don't think that they have enough, like, pure build of getting the Fantastic Four in there. I think that this is this is a goal of, here's point A, we got to get to point B. And I think that point B is, because this is a direct lead up into the Multiverse of Madness for Doctor Strange. That's point B. Yeah. This is awesome. And getting Jimmy Woo be Jimmy Woo and seeing TikTok and waking up on Woo Wednesday, I'm all about Woo it. Wednesday. It's the best. Hell yeah. But as of right now, yeah, I uh I don't know. I I love this show. What a what a, what a mean what a mean right hook from, from Jimmy Woo Dude, as well. Like so unexpected. I'm watching this thing at two thirty in the morning. I got a little little Oh, I don't have the mug here. I have the Nevins Island mug with me. I'm sipping back a little bit of tea because it's late night, not not caffeinated. And all of a sudden, Jimmy, ba bam! And I'm like, whoa, where the hell did this come from? But yeah, I'm I'm yep. completely all about it. This show's awesome. Um, Rambo and Jimmy Woo and the other like bad guy on the outside all survive. Everyone else gets sucked in, and I'm so I like. Part of me really wants next episode, nothing from the outside. I want to see this world that just got expanded. Because also, if it rains true that the expanded world sort of just like closes off and it's expanded and done, the people on the very outside are going to literally not be moving. Like, they're not. So I really, like, like maybe even less than the other people were because there were certain people not moving. I don't, I don't know how it's going to happen. But they got to show when you're not by Wanda, the energy source of all this. You can't move. You can't do anything. I'm super excited for I that. Think I, have, I think I have a hot take going off that. Go ahead. I think the Hex explodes next episode. I think the Hex is done next episode. Dang. Because, because Vision is finally at like the breaking point. Like he, especially with like what you just said, that there's even more people that are going to be even more tortured because it's the it's a much wider area now like something is going to happen between vision and wanda where he forces her to like let go yeah and it hex is no longer and then the the series pivots from there 
I I'd be down because we got three episodes left. The finale, I really hope it just like they just stone cold go for an hour. And if that's the case, then I would love for a seven to be what it is. If the finale is not like a little bonus timed episode, there's just so much left to do, but also like not you don't need to do too much. Um right. I like like because for me, I think that this show, like I said, ends with just oh, there's mutants everywhere, and Quicksilver is here, and how the hell does that make sense? And it's a different Quicksilver, and then like I, I, because I, my dream would be Doctor Strange or somebody like that sent in Quicksilver uh, to go and try to help as a mutant and have it make sense, and then he's now with us. I, I want. Evan Peters freaking absurd to not only be our Quicksilver, but those movies, those X-Men movies are so bad. And he is such a good actor. Yep. And honestly, like, I think that he's probably the best casted uh superhero, maybe of all time. Like he nails what Quicksilver yep. should be. And then when he's in the Quicksilver Halloween costume, you're like, Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, this is too perfect. Yep. Um he and yeah, like he's up there with Hugh Jackman for Wolverine and Captain America, Chris Evans. Like, it's perfect. Um, I I, I don't know. Sure. I don't know if we could say better than that. All right, do we want to hop into our second topic or third topic? Sounds good. I'm and, ready to roll. WandaVision is amazing. I can't believe I hadn't been watching it for that long. Yep. Um, speaking of movies that you have should have been watching a lot earlier. Mission Impossible Fallout. It's above your head right now, Sam Ross. What do you yep. think of Mission Impossible Fallout? Really, really cool. Really cool. I liked it a lot. Um, I, I had a classic uh, Mission Impossible feel to it, like I thought. Um, you got Ethan Hunt. Not not willing to let one of his boys go down, you know, no, even if it means putting the world at, at, at jeopardy because he knows he can get the job done no matter what the stakes are or what the situation is. And this dude just is in, in, insane. Uh, you got the legendary bathroom scene, which I I had already obviously like I knew that. Freaking knew this Cavill pumping the fist out and then just bam! It's the yep. best. It's so good. Um, so that was sweet. And then just all the visuals from that piece of the movie, like at the big like festival or whatever it was, um, gorgeous. Like when they're walking through the, like the glass and it's yep. all like the super, super cool. Uh, I really like that. And then you get into the actual, you know, what the bad guys are up to, uh, with the double bomb technique and all this jazz that they got to stop. Um, and then when they're in like the basements or wherever and they do like the fake out on Henry Cavill and like it's exposed that he's actually uh the bad guy. Yeah, the, uh, the bad bad guy. Like that was awesome. Uh and just absurd action, man. The freaking helicopters, just absolutely absurd. Really cool. And then they pump they fake you out again. With the almost like the lens flare, yep. where you think the bomb goes off, but it's really Cruz just chilling there, pulled the thing out with his with his uh, uh teeth. Yep. Then that's I, I thought I thought back. I'm like, obviously, the fact that he's climbing the mountain in MI2 is why he clutches up. Yep. Right there, right. It all comes back, baby. My favorite part of the movie, though. My favorite part of the movie. 
which I geeked out about last night. Um, they're on the the cargo plane or whatever, about to jump out to Paris. And I forget the exact line, but like Tom Cruise is like lecturing Henry Cavill about his oxygen or whatever. And he's like, are we clear? And Cavill says, crystal. Uh, with the, As a reference, a little Easter egg to A Few Good Men with yep. Tom Cruise. Yep. And I, I was cracking up about that. That was really funny. Dude, this, this movie, I think, hits on every capacity of what an action movie should be. Super high-paced, great set pieces, phenomenal action, great characters. You have the team. You have this awesome setup. You have the best of, like, you got the... So, I don't know if you, like, know Rogue One, but you have... His wife's and also the chick from Rogue One, where like you can see the like right. the love triangle and seeing the wife again after all this time, but also she's now remarried yep. in a way, and the way it all ties together. There's characters you care about. There's awesome action. The pacing is phenomenal. They give you right enough, the correct amount of set pieces. You have Tom Cruise just being a badass, and it's everything I could ever, ever want from a. And that that has me now really even more excited because, like we talked about, I don't let myself enjoy movies like that as much as I should. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that I watched that and am now kind of in that frame of mind has me even more excited than I was for No Time to Die. Yep. It, dude, No Time to Die is going to be a fun ride. And, and no matter how it is, no matter how it ends, it's going to be a fun, fun ride. All right. We, got, we are ending with the biggest topic of the week. The, uh, I wish I had pulled the clip. I should have pulled the clip of the first week of doing this with you and you going, gotta watch Succession. Gotta do it. And sure, this review is way out of time, but are you ready? Let's talk about some Succession. The season one and season hey. two review. I watched, my roommates can attest to this, a disgusting amount of this show. Like, because I also, like, watch the challenge still with my roommates. We watch How I Met Your Mother together. We hang out. We have a good time. And then all the casual watching plus this beefy hour-long episode, 20-episode show was a lot. It was a lot to handle. And I, I watched it in about three, four weeks at this point. It's it's awesome. This show is awesome. It is Game of Thrones politics without the sex and still, there's a little bit of sex in there. But, like, I, I... Let's just talk about the very end of the show. Might as well, because it's, it's, the, it's the biggest thing I've wanted to talk to you about. Um, what the hell? Ken just bodies his father. And I, yeah. I like, I, I'm sitting down, and my whole rationale of this was, oh, he might. Like, he might. And then my brain, like, turned off. He's like, dude... Ken killed a person. His dad covered it up for him. What? No, you're not going to screw your dad over. And then he's got the balls to do it anyway. You're going to take... You're... Right, I was going to say, like that's what I, I thought he's just going to fall on the sword and Logan's going to be Logan and get what he wants and everything and, and, and take care of business, but not the case. Not the case at all. Um, I'm, And honestly, I'm here for it. I... Logan is this character that is at times so wrong, but then at other times he's he's a genius, he's a mastermind. He does he there's a reason yep. he knows his company so well. Um it's it's unreal. And then the Shiv uh dynamic with her husband is 
so entertaining to go and watch and be a part of because like it is like so this relationship is so modern obviously it's not only just an open relationship but you have extravagant uh money in this relationship so Mm -hmm. you're able to go and do what you want when you want to but to see how stressed frank is and for shift to throw up under the bus in that last episode and then for him to be like i want a divorce like let's I'm being honest with you. Um, I don't want threesomes. I don't yeah. want. I don't want this. Uh, I. I'm more. I would be remiss to go and be like, it, could I be less sad if I was without you? And that is such a sad freaking line. Where yeah. where it is, he obviously loves this person, but if my wife and I were about to go and consummate a marriage, and she's like, "Hey, I want an open relationship," I'd be like, "What the hell, dude?" Like. You tell me that beforehand, and so for that to be the case, yeah, really, really, really rough. Um, th- this show just kicks in a different way. Uh, uh, the Colkin brother. Uh, what what's his name? Uh, it's not Roman. I in know the show. His real name. Real name. Uh, uh, Karen. Karen Colkin. All right. So good. So funny. Puts the perfect amount of joy and uh i don't know i'm trying to figure out the right word for this it's just like the secret sauce it's the comic relief it's everything i need in this show to go and remain interested especially when i'm slogging through a third episode in a night and i just want to like go to bed and then he has a great ass quip like the best is when they go and tell somebody off in some form and they just bring out the biggest like grandiose disgusting potty mouth language of all time you're like i am here for this this is hysterical (laughs) let like uh the best is at the very end of the episode of the season two finale where they try to go and get the buyout and he's and the guy's like saying he's like that's a bad deal for me i'm not taking it and then he's just like are you kidding and he's like you can shove as many dicks down my throat and up my balls and whatever you want to say i'm not taking the deal and you're like because he's been this guy these guys obviously have the tactics and the means to bring upon fear whenever they need to, but the best is the consistent, just like, like just like that uh, absurd and obscene language. I'm all about it. It's so funny. It hits my 12 year old desires to go yep. and be stupid. But yeah, man, I freaking love this show. I think that it was one of the best shows I've ever watched in my entire life. Um, yeah, I, I I I don't know if I can say enough positive things about this show. Like at the end of the day. This show was, I, I just don't know how it could get better. And because the pacing's unreal. And it, and it has to. It, ha- it has to. Like, yep. it has to. Yep. It, because it's set up, you it, know. That's yeah. where we're, we're left. And there's, there's no way that it doesn't just keep blowing your mind, like, yeah. every single episode every single season as long as they keep it going yeah and like for me with kendall uh in the first season that season finale i literally was just like i i, I knew right away i was like he's gonna get caught one way or another but he's not going to jail so either his dad gets him out of jail or his dad sets it up for him to not like and then surely enough his dad set it up being like hey what did he steal stuff like that and for me this this show just went and proved time and time again I was like, oh, he's going to be his bitch now, basically. Like, Kendall is now his dad's forevermore. And then to go and see Ken still doing coke and still getting laid and getting paid. And then to, like, 
Oh, you can almost see the rise in confidence from the like second episode where Shiv and Roman go up and start talking to him, and he's like, "Hey guys, I just can't even talk right now. This is way too much on me." For him to go and just be like, "All right, I'm doing it. I'm I'm literally just throwing the grenade." And to see Logan smile at the end of the episode, it's almost like Logan respects him right now. You know he does. You know yeah. he freaking does. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I'm just wondering, like, was that what he wanted? Like, is, is you know, did he want him to, like, prove that he had that edge and that level to his game? Yeah. Because it the, the heart-wrenching question, they're on the boat, he's about to leave, Dad, was it ever me? And, like, as some, any son can imagine this this position of, hey, I worked my ass off, I and you basically have almost said you're going to give this to me. Was Were you ever going to? And then for him to basically be like, oh, no, Ken, I'll, I'll... And the answer is no. The answer is he never thought Ken had it in him. And then mm-hmm. Ken, with that, has got to be stewing on the plane going, I have this in me. Even My dad will never, ever respect me until I take him out. That's the only way. Right. In the same way, like, you can, there's great moments. Shiv, I feel like in the first season, goes and has this amazing character development that makes her want to be the, like, uh, sit down with her dad and her dad's like, yeah, I want you to be CEO. I want to give you the big job. It's due to the fact that she always tells it how it is. She doesn't try to get around a situation. She tries to outsmart a situation. And that's why she deserves it. Where Ken, on the yeah. other hand, will go and destroy a situation and try to be like cover things up and buy his way out. And in the first episode, it's the perfect thing of he wasn't smart enough to get the deal done. He had to just keep on dumping boatloads of money on this dude. That's not how you do like that's a way to get it done, but it's not the right way to get it done. You were supposed to have this instinct. You were supposed to go and tell this man, hey, if you don't do this, we're gonna buy you out anyways, and we're gonna you won't have a board seat, so screw you. Like stuff like that. It's awesome. I love this show. Uh Jerry's relationship with Roman and the best is Roman be like, Hey, you wanna get married? And you're just like What? And then uh the when they're having the round table and it is who's gonna get the boot, um for it be like it could be Jerry, it could be Jerry, and Roman's like, no, screw you, no, it's not Jerry, and then he's like, why? And then he has an actual reason, um, and you're like, oh shoot, that does make sense. Um, the funniest line in the whole show is like, you got your Frank entree, let's let's get some Greg sprinkles in there, let's get some Greg. I'm like, yep. cracking up. And that it, shit was. And it, Greg, Fucking Greg, just people shitting on Greg for the entirety of the show is priceless, Dude. man. <laughs> What's what's Greg Sprinkles? <laughs> like you're just like, oh, you know what Greg Sprinkles are, Greg. You know that you like because it makes sense. And I also love that Greg still has some of the papers. Like Greg still yep. has some aces up his sleeve, and he gave up two hundred and fifty million dollars to go and be part of this company and be part of this family. Um, so he he knows he's he's almost like, uh, if I'm in his spot, he's like, I know I'm getting my bag. No matter what, I might get my legs broken in the process by some dude, but I'm also going to get my bag. I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to get paid a crap ton of money one way or another to either shut this up or... It's awesome. And I love that this was the thing that took him down, where it was just like a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there. And like, all of a sudden, it finally 
catches fire and blows up in their face and all of a sudden they're in court and you're like oh like here we here we go this this happened this really did it it's it's great this show is phenomenal um the la- the pacing of the last like four episodes in the second season is unreal um yep it fires on all cylinders i can't recommend the show enough if anybody's watching this please please go and watch succession sam you want to close this out Any final terms? Secession or the just in general? Both, both. It's our last topic of the day, anyways. I agree. I think. I mean, I think you hit every nail. the The show, like, yeah, it's it's Game of Thrones, The Sopranos. You know, kind of rolled into this uh, business setting and this this you know extremely wealthy situation. Where it is almost like they're like a freaking royal family. Yeah. They're like you know they are they're a house of Westeros. Yep. They are the Roys are have their own banner. Like mm. it, it is basically the same type of deal. And and you know you compare most people put Game of Thrones as their favorite show of all time, and haven't even considered or heard of watching Secession. I just think that's idiotic. Like yeah. if you love Game of Thrones. You have to love Secession, or else, because people don't watch Game of Thrones for the action. No, that's a bonus. Yeah, Bo- boobs and bonus. boobs like, and uh, and cut off heads, or that's just the icing on the cake, baby. You watch it for the drama and the backstabbing and the in the you know all the different you know aspects like that. You have to like you have to like Secession, so that's what I would I would close out by saying: if you're a huge Game of Thrones fan and you're looking for a new show and you don't watch this, shame on you. Yeah, that that that's such a good way to say it. It is shame on you. I've told my uh, my brother; he's like, I don't think I'm going to watch the show. I'm like, dude, it is Game of Thrones level of political intrigue, minus the sex, but there's still a little bit of, like in the same way I said it at the start of the show. This show's awesome, and absolutely shame on you if you don't watch it, ladies. Gentlemen, this has been your casual entertainment conversation, the weekly show where myself and the movie man Ross discuss entertainment, all the things we love about that. If you like that, you can go to youtube.com slash Nevin's Island. We have four other shows that we do a week. Jake and Nick Muck is a very much two-person talk show where we talk about anything, but if you want a little bit more succinct, like, topic focus like entertainment we also do the casual gaming conversation every thursday night live goes up friday on spotify and youtube hopefully hopefully i get this up that it actually guaranteed this podcast will be going up on the spotify page i'll set it up today it's it's not too hard um along with our entire blog go check us out on spotify we absolutely love you guys you guys are insane your support throughout all of january made this possible and we can't explain that enough Absolutely love you guys. Have a good day.